This is a Village Soundcast Network original production. This is Less Than Live with Cater Die, a bi-weekly podcast about comics from all angles. I'm going to talk to you about what I'm reading and doing in the industry, as well as interviewing some of my friends and favorite creators. So come along with me on this journey into geek culture. On today's show, we're back in action with our first show from sunny Los Angeles, my new home. We're with Brittany Williams, artist extraordinaire on both Goldie Vance and my personal favorite, Patsy Walker, aka Hellcat. Oh, my sweet babies. Let's get ready to party. Well, hey, everybody, and uh, welcome back. I guess it's been a while, more of a while than ever before, but um, we are back with Lesson Live, and I am talking to you now from my new home in Los Angeles, California, which is many, many thousands of both miles and kilometers from where we used to record in Halifax, Nova Scotia. We took some time off to kind of figure out you know, what we're going to do with the podcast. I was getting settled. Um, Moving that far to another country is really crazy, but I'm here now (laughs) and it's pretty great. So it's it's strange to be recording from my house instead of in the studio, but um, I think this is a new chapter and there's all kinds of new stuff that we're going to be able to do because now that I'm in LA, I am near so many comics people that I can not just call over Skype, but actually hang out with, um, which is the case with today's episode, because we talked to Brittany Williams, my best friend, and the artist on Hellcat. So that's really awesome. Um, This part of the episode is usually a catch-up as to what I've been up to, but yeah, it's been four months, so um, I moved. I'm writing an incredible amount of comics, as per usual. Um, Currently, the big things are Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat, and uh, Vampirella for Dynamite, and there's a bunch of other stuff that I'm working on right now that hasn't been announced yet, probably will be soon, which is is pretty cool. I'm keeping very busy and also shopping myself around at different animation studios, which is, <laughs> it's crazy. I have agents now. Hollywood is really weird. Um, I went to Emerald City Comic Con, which was really awesome, continues to be one of my favorite conventions. And uh, we had a lot of really cool stuff happen with the Valkyries at that show. We had a party, or at least we crashed the Wicked and the Divine party, (laughs) and we were most of the people there, which was very cool. Um, We had a really great panel that a ton of people came out to. It was a a ton of support. It was was even bigger than last year, you know, so, so, so many people. We filled up a restaurant when we had our breakfast, so that was really cool. And also, you know, that continues to be an amazing show did really well and had um it's just great I just love Emerald City it's so awesome that a show that is that big can be so personal and so cool I just have such a great time every single year and you know it's really a testament to all of the people that work so hard on that show because big shows can be um a nightmare <laughs> um also went to the uh Y'all West Festival out here in LA which is a YA book festival which was really, really cool because, oh yeah, that's the other thing I'm working on is Girl Over Paris with Ming Doyle, which is um, sort of an adaptation, but also a comic that takes place in between two novels by Gwenda Bond, which uh, are the sort of like circ-American books. And uh, the the first one of that um, Gwenda did, and the second one's coming out soon, the second one's Girl in the Shadows, the first is Girl on a Wire, and so yeah, Ming and I are doing this sort of bridge in between the two books. It's circuses, it's magic, it's romance, it's ghosts, so that's really cool. Anyway, Gwenda was out here, and she brought me to this awesome YA festival, and, uh, I got to meet a ton of authors, and now I totally have the bug and have started writing a book, because of course I don't have enough things to do, <laughs> So we'll see where that 
up. Um, I've been chugging away on my Patreon, uh, which is where I've started actually posting personal comics again. So that's kind of fun. And uh, other than that, I don't know, writing all of the time. Um, But enough about me. Let's get to what I've been reading. What is Kate reading? What am I reading now? What is Kate reading? So four months is a really long time and a lot of stuff comes out and a lot of stuff keeps going. And I will tell you that despite the fact that I have only lived in my new house for that amount of time, I already have a stack of unread comics that is approximately a foot and a half tall. (laughs) Um, I've started going to House of Secrets here in Burbank in California, which is an amazing, amazing shop. And uh, Amy Dallin, who is on Geek and Sundry, an amazing lady, she she works there and she's been super cool to me, helping me set up my pull list and everything. But I've also had to pare it down because it is a crazy, crazy amount of of books. (laughs) But I wanted to go over some of the stuff that's come out in this sort of interim time that I think is really, really cool. And I will go through it, um, hopefully not too fast, but you know how I talk. (laughs) Uh, Howard the Duck and Squirrel Girl did a crossover, a two-issue event, which was really awesome, uh, that had a lot to do with Craven and uh, hunting the most dangerous game, which is man. (laughs) Uh, It was very, very cool. So Erica and Joe were sort of sharing art duties on that, and uh, it's really awesome. I mean, I know most people listening are probably already Howard and Squirrel Girl fans, but um, that crossover was really cool. And both books continue to be super awesome, so check them out. Uh, Wicked of the Divine came back. Stuff is crazy. Can't really talk about it because if you're not reading it, everything that's happening is a spoiler now, <laughs> I think. Um, but it's it's getting nuts. And uh, they put out a big hardcover collection of sort of the first three volumes, which I got at Emerald City. It's amazing. And uh, if you're wanting to catch up on that book, you should definitely pick that up or uh, your library may have it because it is a large and expensive book. But it rules. <laughs> um Black Widow started over uh, a new series from Mark Wade and Chris Samney, the team behind the uh, Daredevil run that is so well loved and for good reason. And it is awesome. Black Widow number one is maybe the best first issue I've read, maybe ever. <laughs> and uh, it's incredible. It's just like if you loved their storytelling in Daredevil or even if you are just interested in Black Widow from the movies and feel like you want to see more of her story and aren't you know, super familiar with her backstory, or even if you are, like literally anybody, everyone should read it. It's super good. (laughs) So pick up Black Widow. And also, um, speaking of animals with colors in their names, uh, Black Panther started, which is amazing. And uh, it's Ta-Nehisi Coates and um, Brian Stelfree is doing that one. So good. (laughs) Both of those books are just so good. I'm so excited with some of the stuff that Marvel's doing right now. I feel really lucky to be working there as well, but um, Black Panther is awesome. If you like Tim and Civil War, definitely pick up that book. It's cool. It's political. It's just awesome. And I'm so happy that they have a creative team of people of color working on it, um, which is really, really cool. So get into that. (laughs) Some other stuff that started that I really liked, um, Jonesy from Boom is Sam Humphreys and Caitlin Rose Boyle working on that one. And it is a mini that may have gotten extended into an ongoing, I should have looked that up, I can't remember, but you can at least get three issues of it so far, and it is about a teenage girl in high school who can 
she has Cupid-like powers. She can make people fall in love with other people or with ideas, but she can't use it on herself, which is much to her dismay because she has a massive celebrity crush that she can't do anything about. Um, really cool, really queer-friendly, you know, really diverse cast in there and uh, super, super cute. So definitely check out Jonesy if that's your kind of thing. And uh, Four Kids Walk Into a Bank, which is anyone from Black Mask, it's, has like a whole bank robbing slash D&D thing going on. I don't really know how else to describe it. But uh, the art style is cool. It reminds me of um, Deadly Class a tiny bit and uh, with the coloring as well. So that one's really neat. It had a huge amount of buzz when it first came out. So you should probably be able to find it. Um, God, there's so many. There's just so many books that I'm reading right now. It is crazy how much good stuff is coming out. Um, I actually had to start going into buying collections, <laughs> which is so weird for me. I'm so used to getting so many single issues. Um, but I picked up the first volume of Giant Days because I had been waiting and waiting and waiting and couldn't get issue three. It was sold out everywhere and Boom never reprinted it. So I finally got the collection of that. It's so amazing. Uh, John Allison and Lisa Tremaine um, worked on that. She also worked on Zootopia, which I learned when I went to see the movie and saw her name in the credits. So that was cool. <laughs> and that is just a really awesome story of um, a bunch of university students, their lives, their loves, their trials and tribulations. But John's writing is so funny and so realistic and makes me so jealous because I, <laughs> like, I just can't imagine being able to write like that. It just feels so realistic, but so good at the same time. I don't know. That's a bad description. Um, but yeah, if you have read any of John Allison's work, Scary Go Round, stuff like that, you will definitely like it. And even if you haven't, if you just like kind of slice of life stuff with a good um, humor kick to it, definitely check out Giant Days. The, I think two volumes are out of that now at the very least the first one is and uh, also the black canary trade paperback which is brennan fletcher and annie Wu and a host of others and uh that's super fun black canary this is a dc so she uh, is now a rock star or was when the series started and uh it's just really cool fun punk hard rock stuff and fighting bad guys and monsters and it's just it's really fun. And every single issue I read, I want everything Black Canary owns and wears. <laughs> um, so yeah, next episode when we come back, hopefully it'll be a little more detailed. But, you know, yeah, four months, a long time. A lot of comics came out. And uh, you should definitely check out all those, especially Black Widow, Black Panther, Jonesy, and uh, ooh, also Insects, which is a crazy title <laughs> from After Aftershock Comics that... Um, Marguerite Bennett's writing that, and it is a story of uh, Victorian lesbian revenge featuring a lot of insect-related body horror. I think that's the best way I can describe it. It's really messed up. It's really mature, very dark, very sexy, very weird. And uh, Ariella Cristantina is on the art on that one, and she's, <laughs> she's the sweetest-looking person. She's so adorable in every picture I've seen of her, and she draws the most fucked up stuff so if you're looking for some good horror comics um definitely check that out there's a lot of spite and vile in there that is just awesome
So this very weekend, if you are uh, listening before the 21st and 22nd of May, you can catch both Brittany and I, as well as Megan Wilson, our colorist on Hellcat, at the Tidewater Comic Con in Virginia Beach, which is super cool because the three of us have only done uh, one show together, which is the Charlotte Minicon we did in January. So it's going to be really awesome because we got the whole gang together. <laughs> so yeah, if you are in or near Virginia Beach, check out Tidewater Comic Con. That's May 21st and 22nd. And that should be a really good time. I don't know if we're actually going to have any issues of Hellcat because they are sold out, which is cool, but also, you know, sorry. <laughs> I think we're going to bring some prints. Um, after that, the following weekend, I am at A Camp, which is the Auto Straddle Camp. Auto Straddle is a sort of lesbian queer news website, and they also do a camp in the woods for a week every year. <laughs> um, so if you're going to be there, we are doing some comics panels and stuff there. Brittany is also going to be there. Brittany comes to everything. She's like my new accomplice. And uh, after that, the one thing Brittany is not coming with me to this year is the Glasgow Comic Con, which is in Scotland. My first time going to Scotland, and I'm so excited. That's the very end of June. It's like a week-long sort of festival con. Um, you can find out all the info about that at gccon.wordpress.com or by just Googling Glasgow Comic Con. And I'm going to be there with Marguerite Bennett. So that's going to be really awesome. Let's get on to the interview. Kate's gonna interview you. Kate's gonna interview you now. She's gonna ask questions. Kate's gonna interview you. Kate's gonna interview you now. This is the interview section. So I am here in my living room in Los Angeles, California, back in the saddle with uh, my good friend and artist uh, friend, Brittany Williams. <laughs> Hi. Who draws Hellcat for Marvel with me. I do. Isn't that I draw great? everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we haven't done this in a really long time, so forgive me for being rusty, which I probably will be. Um, but I thought that we should kick it off because we haven't, I don't think we've recorded a podcast in um, three months, like four months, four mm-hmm. months, because I've been here for four months now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm looking at you like you know. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just going to agree. I'm just like nodding my head. I'll just agree with anything. Yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally the way that we had always done these, because I lived in the middle of nowhere, Canada, was over the phone. And uh, now that I live in the place where everyone lives, we can do them in real life now. Yeah. Which is kind of exciting. Yeah. And we can hang out. And I even locked the cat out of the room for special times. <laughs> Um, so Brittany draws, uh, Patsy Walker, AKA Hellcat and also Goldie Vance for Boom. Mm-hmm. Which is studios. Yeah. And Hope Larson. Yep. You're beautiful. Who's pretty amazing. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah. She's <laughs> pretty she's amazing. <laughs> um, and she also lives here in LA. Everyone mm-hmm. lives here in LA. Everyone lives in LA now. Although nobody's in LA right now because they are all at the Toronto Comic Arts Festival. Or in Chicago. Is Hope in Chicago right She now? is in Chicago. Yeah. She's in Chicago. So we're the leftovers. I know. We're the <laughs> only ones in California on Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. It is Friday the Friday 13th. Friday the 13th. Ooh. I feel like we did one Friday the 13th podcast before, but this will be our special bad luck, hard knocks Friday the 13th. Tattoo getting Friday the 13th. I and I, who already in our short friendship, um, <laughs> have gotten matching tattoos together when we were... In Seattle? Uh-huh. We were at, um, oh gosh, um, EC, Emerald City, Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah. Emerald City. And Brittany went, the first, before I even got there, because you got in on Wednesday, because uh-huh. you were in early, um, Brittany went and got this really, really sick, amazing upper arm tattoo of this cool 
like smoking lady. Yeah, it's like a. I need to. Why do I need to look at it? It's like a sailor lady in like a like a leather jacket mm-hmm. thing with yeah, like she's a. Really rad. I'm looking at it right now. You with can't wings see it, but on it's pretty it. Cool. <laughs> and she's like smoking. Yeah, and I was super jealous. Smoking's not cool though. No, it's not cool. It's terrible. It's not cool. Um, the worst thing. Tattoos are cool. Yeah. Tattoos are cool. Sunday, I think Sunday will be four months that I have gone mm-hmm. without smoking, and also four months since moving here. So. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> anyway, so Brittany got this tattoo, and I was really jealous because I also love to get tattoos when I travel, and I rarely ever meet people who do that as well. Because so many people are like, "Are you crazy? You gotta think about a tattoo for like six years before you get it." And I'm like, nah. "No, you don't. <laughs> That's regular for your first tattoo. Thinking about getting like your first tattoo, it's normal <clears throat> to think about that for like five years yeah but everything after that is pretty easy yeah it's all downhill from yeah there. everything after that's really easy because <laughs> i i mean i got my first one when i was 14 what was yours oh my god i don't know i had like this i have one on my wrist that i just added to when did i get that i don't even know i wasn't 14 I no was yeah like, 14 yeah. is really young i was like <laughs> oh god like 20s something 20 20 21 yeah early 20s or something yeah that's like more normal yeah I was just desperate I wanted to have tattoos so bad from the time I was like six (laughs) I just always wanted tattoo sleeves like ever since I was little which is really weird but I mean like in Canada is there an age for getting a tattoo well there's supposed to be (laughs) (laughs) but the place that I went was sort of notorious for like not really caring. Uh-huh. So they I, just had a baby if they wanted to. Well, they, they like, probably would not tattoo a baby, uh-huh. like a, an actual infant. But um, with parental, you know. Well, my mom came with, with me. Yeah, is the crazy thing. Uh huh. Like my mom took me to the tattoo place and was like, "No, it's cool." And like, I can't even imagine. I can't even be t- imagine being a tattoo artist and be like, "Oh yeah, I'll definitely ink this fourteen-year-old yeah, pubescent <laughs> child." <laughs> A knife on her wrist, you know? No big deal. So weird, too, because I think that tattoo shop has, like, since shut down. Um, Well, it only makes things. Not really surprising. Yeah. (laughs) I never, ever mention where I got it from because I, like, (laughs) I feel like you would get in trouble for doing that because it seems not okay. Did they give you a drink, too? No. (laughs) So weird. I mean, she, yeah, my mom brought me in, and my mom was like, whatever you want to do, which is super weird, because my mom had, like, I think when I was 11 or 12, I dyed my hair, and she, like, went insane Mm -hmm. that I had dyed my hair, and then when I was 14 and I got a tattoo, she was like, all right, cool. I think she thought I was going to chicken out. I think she thought, like, mm-hmm. it's like that thing where kids, like, want to smoke, so your parents make you smoke, like, a whole pack of cigarettes, and you're like, oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> um, but I didn't check it out. I was uh-huh. like, cool. No, like, I have, like, a similar, like, story like that. My aunt, um, she used to, like, drink a lot, and I was, like, I was, like, 10, and she would be drinking, and I would come in the kitchen, and I would always try and sneak alcohol. Yeah. And course. she, like, one day, she was like, you know what, we're just going to end this now, and she gave me, like, this shot of like like down like super southern like backyard made moonshine (laughs) (laughs) and i was like yeah i can 
can't drink this. I drink soda. I can drink a <laughs> cup of soda like, with no problem. I can handle a like moonshine. And I almost died. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, I take a sip and I almost died. And I did not want to drink like for the rest of my life. But here I am drinking like right now. Yeah. Well, the problem, crazy thing but... is they're... So moonshine, obviously in Canada, not as much of a thing, mm-hmm. at least where I come from. Um, but there's this, in Newfoundland, in Canada, they make this thing called screech, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't even know how to describe it. And someone listening will, will like one person listening will laugh <laughs> because of that. But it's called screech. And there's this whole tradition of like being screeched or screeched out. Uh-huh. I can't remember exactly where you have to drink this. And then I think you have to kiss a cod fish. <laughs> <You won't. laughs> I feel like this is a Canadian thing that uh-huh. I remember hearing a lot of people talk about. And yeah, you have to do this thing where you have to drink this stuff. And it's like rum. It's just really intense, really strong rum. And uh-huh. so Marguerite Bennett, good mm-hmm. friend of mine, uh, we went over to her house and we were all sitting around telling ghost stories. And she was like, you know what goes great with this? <laughs> Shine. Because she's from Virginia. Yeah. And uh, she, like, disappears in the kitchen, comes back with these tiny, like, thimblefuls. Yeah. It's cups. like, yeah. And I was like, oh, this will be fine. I've had a lot of really hard liquor in my life. Like, no big it deal. It is nothing. I couldn't even get it up to my mouth. Like, as soon as I smelled it. It's like it. opening the hood of a car that's on fire. In drinking whatever is leaking out of that car, that's literally what <laughs> is. And Jeremy was like, oh, this is fine. And had I think he had like maybe a quarter <laughs> teaspoon of it and then put it down. And he was like, I had some and didn't drink the rest of it. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, I'll just drink his. I uh-huh. had not even finished this tiny little like third of a yeah, shot. If you touch the, 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 the glass it's in, your hand will burn. That's how strong it is. <laughs> You don't even need to, like, touch the alcohol. Just touch the, like, whatever it's in, touch that in your hand will know it's wrong. But, yeah. I can't even, like, and it's so funny because I thought for sure I was going to be up for the challenge. But, yeah, I always like that that's a thing that people will do. They'll be like, oh, you want this mm-hmm. thing that's bad for you? Have a bunch of it. <laughs> and then you're never going to want it again. And I wonder about that, too. But not with tattoos. I mean, it was... Yeah. But so strange, too, because then when I was, like, 16, I got my lip pierced, mm-hmm. and my parents freaked. Uh-huh. But I already had a tattoo. I don't... That's, that's <laughs> really weird. It is weird. That's weird. Because you can take out a piercing. Yeah. Which I did, and then got another one, and then took it out again, because uh-huh. I don't like holes in my face, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I kept getting tattoos. And my second one wasn't until I was 17. Mm-hmm. But then... They were pretty much like one or two a year since then. Yeah. I was very dedicated to the cause. Mine's weird. I only get them like, I mean, I'll get them randomly and then I'll get them like when I'm really stressed out. You've gotten three so, since I met you, like three months ago. I don't ago. know. I don't, and I don't even know if that's a random thing or if I've been really stressed, but <laughs> it's just like, or it's kind of an addiction thing too. Yeah. It's it definitely kind of an addiction. is. But okay. So the end of the story is that we were in Emerald City. I was very mm-hmm. jealous of your tattoo. It's so awesome. And so I was like, oh, we should go back to that place. And then, like, the last night of the show? Was it, it the was Sunday? the night before. The okay. night before that Saturday. Okay. Yeah. We were having dinner with a bunch of people. And I was like, oh, that tattoo place is close to here. Let's just <laughs> go. And we did. And my boyfriend also, I think, thought I was kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, we got matching cat tattoos. Yeah. Which is great. Um, and they were very cute. <clears throat> and they have little bows um, for Hellcat, right? Yeah, they're um, adorable. I really they're want adorable. Will and Megan and Clayton to get them, too. They need one. The whole Hellcat team is going to get 
a cat tattoo somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> we're going to do it. Yeah. We should make Megan this weekend. Well, we're going oh, to Virginia yeah. Beach uh, Comic Con. I think that's what it's called. Uh-huh. And uh, we will be with Megan Wilson, mm-hmm. our beloved colorist. And she's she, getting one. She has she's to. Getting but one. she needs to get one that's like multicolor, right? Because she's... Cause she's a colorist. She needs like a, a neon cat. <laughs> I know she, she needs to color her own. Just give her yes. like the tool and she can <laughs> do it herself after they ink it. Exactly. Or maybe she can just get the outline and then like fill it in on yeah. the day with like makeup or crayon. Seriously. Cause I used to do that with my mom who has, she has like a dragonfly tattoo on her uh-huh. ankle that has, it's not filled in. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was a kid, I used to fill it in with like face paint. You know what? In all honesty, you have like the coolest mom in the world. <laughs> My mom is really, Seriously, really you have awesome. like the coolest mom. She's so amazing. And uh, yeah, cause she has, I think like five or six tattoos now. Uh-huh. Since my parents split up, she started getting a bunch of them, which I think is really rad. Cause she's yeah. like, you know, late 50s, I would say. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old my mom is. That's really... No, mom, that's don't that, no I don't... <laughs> I have, like, a huge family, so I don't know anyone's age. Yes. I don't know anyone's age, yes. which is, like, really sad, but... Well, it's so funny with your parents. I think when it gets to a certain point, I don't know, It's maybe everyone always knows exactly um, how old their parents are. If I actually sat down and thought about it right now, I would know. Oh, God. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, she is, yeah, she's in her late 50s. Um so she only in the last couple of years really mm-hmm. started getting a bunch of tattoos. She got one that I designed, which is cool. It's like a knife. Mm-hmm. It's like a bedazzled knife. And then she's got like a rabbit and a ladybug, she, mostly animals. Uh-huh. She's got a koi fish and a dragonfly. You know, a koi fish would be cool. Yeah, they're really that would neat. Be really cool. It's going like the, down the back of her neck. It's pretty uh-huh. neat. Yeah. My mom's awesome. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and I just found out she's probably going to be coming out here for my birthday. So that would be very cool. You can meet my mom finally. Yeah. <laughs> finally. Like we've been friends. I know. Brittany and I met three, four months ago. Yeah, time? at um at um Charlotte North Minicon. Carolina. Yeah, yeah, the Minicon. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really fun and we were both really scared to talk to each other. And now we hang out. Which is really and awesome. Know, like we're basically sisters now. I know. You're like my Canadian sister. <laughs> And you're my southern sister? Yeah. (laughs) Southern American. My South Carolinian sister or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Mm -hmm. I believe it. So we, it's always really funny when we do these because sometimes we talk about comics and sometimes we talk about tattoos and sometimes we talk about Fast and the Furious. Um, And I wondered about this because we hang out all the time. So talking about what we do and what we work on is sort of weird because we already know yeah. <laughs> and we do it every day. Exactly. So I want to, I, do you want to talk about A-Camp? Do you want to talk about how excited you are? We can talk about that. A little bit? Yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> so we're going to this camp. I'm, I'm going to like say it because I cannot stop thinking about it and it's my favorite thing in the world. We're going to this camp in the woods for five days and I've never really been camping before. Like ever. It's weird because I've never like been camping either, but I've lived in the woods my whole life. So kind of my whole life is camping. I mean, we lived in a house, but like we're like, we're surrounded by a field and woods. Mm. So, I mean, everything we did was outside and building forts. And I mean, I slept outside a few times, but it was like right beside the house. Like, is that camping? Yeah, no, I've done that before. In your backyard, is that camping? I've done that. 
when my family went to Denmark when I was a kid, there was a place that we stayed where there was like not enough room in the house, so I slept in a tent outside <laughs> and played with my Legos, and it was really fun. Yeah, we had like this humongous like two bedroom tent, and like we would just go in there and just like buy a bunch of candy. And like in the middle of the night, we would like, there was a gas station about a mile away from where we lived in the middle of nowhere in the country, just like a gas station in the woods. And we would just like sneak away and go to the gas station at night. At night? (laughs) Yes. At night. It would be like three o'clock in the morning and we'd go to like the gas station with all the truckers. We'd sneak away from the tent. Was it like scary? We were adventurers. That's what that's what we called it. We would get on our bikes and just adventure to the gas station for more many, sugar. Was this with your many siblings? Yes. Yes. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was, it was mainly my two brothers. Yeah. And we would just go. We would get on our bikes. That's awesome. Yeah. And we only had like two bikes. So it would be two people on a bike and one person either. Is this why you're always trying to get on the yes. back of my bike? Yes, this is exactly <laughs> why. <laughs> so either there's this thing, you know, like you set someone, they sit on like the handlebar and you ride with them on the handlebar or like they'll stand like, I don't even know what the parts of bikes are called, but like they'll stand on like near like the back tire on the mm-hmm. what do you call those things like the the hinges on the back tire and hold on to your shoulders and you oh, ride wow. like oh, that yeah, i know what you mean yeah so like there's a lot of ways two people can ride on a one seat bike but you are never gonna ride on my bike <laughs> i'll unless, sit on the handlebars unless i get an extra back seat um but you have you skateboard so you have you're fine yeah I, I can just, like, get around that way. I don't need to, like, block your, your view on your bike. <laughs> on the handlebars. This, okay, so I'm going to, like, quick aside, because this is my favorite thing that I have ever learned about you. So, Brittany, speaking of late-night snacks, Brittany has the greatest snack drawer at her workstation that I have ever seen in my life. And I want you to, like, explain your process for building a perfect <laughs> snack drawer in your workspace. Okay, so basically the snack drawer, whenever okay, I sit and write I sit and draw comics for like I go on drawing like binges. So I'll sit for a week just drawing comics because I'm not good with my schedule. And I basically have a whole month to get an issue done, but I wait until the week before to work on an issue. I shouldn't be saying this. I should not be saying this. Will doesn't listen. Like, <laughs> I hope none of my editors are listening to this. But I wait a week before the deadline to start working on a 20-page issue of a comic. So when you're sitting there working for, like, you know, a whole week nonstop, you need, like, energy. So I have a drawer full of, like, the important food groups. I have sugar. I have <laughs> salty. <laughs> I have savory. And I have alcohol. So yes, there's alcohol in there. So basically, chips, any kind of candy, like I have like a lot of like pork rinds because I'm from the south, so I need like some kind of animal, like some kind of dead animal, (laughs) (laughs) pork rinds, and I have alcohol and soda because that's being healthy. And granola bars, there's some granola bars in there if you want to really be healthy, but. Because it, yeah, it keeps you alive. It's <laughs> one of my favorite things. Like We went over, Brittany and Hope had a party, and we went over and played rock band for like the entire night, yeah. which is amazing. <laughs> and at one point, Brittany was like, oh, like I think you just like very casually were like, this is my snack drawer. And everyone was like, what the hell? <laughs> because it's so impressive. Like It's this deep, like it's a huge drawer. Mm-hmm. And 
the, the entire bottom, like side by side, was lined with soda and chocolate. There's chocolate in there too. That's another one of the groups, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and then like this huge bag of pork rinds, like two bags of chips, a bunch <laughs> of different kinds of candy. Like if the apocalypse happened downstairs, you would be fine exactly. as long as you didn't need exactly. Any kind I just of need nutrients. I need a mini fridge though for ice cream. Oh That's God. all I need. I just need um, something to put ice cream in. No fruits or vegetables of any kind. No, God, that's no. That's no. No, that's, that's not, not going to bring you back to life at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you need sugar and salt for that, and like, yeah, it's so crazy. I love it. I mean, I am. I work the same way where I, I, just like put it all off and I put it all off, and then mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I'm. Gonna, I guess I have to write for twelve hours today. <laughs> yeah, and I just go a week. I literally sit in my room for like a week working, mm-hmm. just nonstop. You know, mm-hmm. and like my best working hours for some terrible reason are from like eight in the evening, well five in the evening to like three in the morning. So that's crazy. Yeah, that's when the drawer. It's I important. To, I used to do that. I uh-huh. used to do that all the time until Jeremy and I started dating. And I have like a really normal schedule uh-huh. now. That's good. You're mature. You're I a mature guess. adult. <laughs> because when we were dating long distance and I was still in Canada, like it's a four hour time difference. Yeah. It's a lot. So if I wanted to stay up talking to him, I would. it would be until like two or three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I, I would sleep in until like 10 or 11. So I had this like teenager schedule. Mm-hmm. Well, but I wasn't working we were like watching movies and talking and stuff but before that I was so used to it because that's what I used to do when I was working especially drawing Mm -hmm. I find it hard to write like really late into the night yeah unless I'm really caffeinated no I no I couldn't yeah because you need you need energy you need like you you can't write on nothing I mean I I feel like I can draw because it's just same I can ink Mm -hmm. with no energy just the sugar and empty calories and carbs in the drawer. I can ink on that, but I don't know if I could do like something is, you know, use as much brain power as writing. Yeah. Stuff, well, like, you know, you I couldn't, I mean, it's the same as like doing layouts, <clears throat> you know? In yeah. I couldn't art. do layouts. I couldn't do layouts. That's so like that's such an active morning. thing yeah. with your brain to do. That's layouts are for, Layouts are for the morning with coffee and a yeah. banana and like <laughs> granola and whatever, like whatever else people eat that's healthy, salad and Real stuff. Food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I know. Like, and I miss that too because almost everything I do now is writing. So I have to kind of be on my game and mm-hmm. awake and not out of it or sleepy or whatever. Um, and the whole like write drunk at it sober thing is bullshit no yeah because if I if I have like two drinks and I sit down to write you know what I will do is immediately close the screen and go watch tv in a different (laughs) window and then be like I'll come back to this when I've sobered up a little bit and then I won't and I was just not right so I've learned to not do that Uh it took me a while when I started writing because I could like ink or color yeah after like having a drink or two like I was fine Mm because it's that kind of thing is fairly mindless yeah I notice whenever I drink and I try drawing like I'll just like sit there and spend like an hour on like one small detail Mm -hmm. because obviously my brain's not all there and I'm just like this is really important this toenail is like the most important thing (laughs) in this drawing and I have to sit here for two hours and focus on this tiny toenail. So drinking yeah, is not like really a, a good idea when drawing for me anyway. Yeah. So podcasting is a whole different story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost done with mine. I need another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are out. 
Um, so that will be the adventure after this, maybe. <laughs> Other than trying to get our Friday the 13th tattoos. Because I've wanted one for, like, a million years. Yeah, you've never gotten one? No, you I've have always like a wanted... a thousand tattoos. I know. Uh-huh. But, like, Halifax, there were only one or two places that did Friday the 13th mm-hmm. tattoos. Because you want, and like, And they were always one. packed. It was always packed. Uh-huh. It was a crazy lineup. You know, you had to be there, like, four hours before they opened mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Or they just didn't do them. And there were, like, two times where my artist said, if you, you know, if you want to come in on the Friday the 13th and do, I'll do a 13 tattoo. Because if uh-huh. you don't get it on the Friday the 13th, it doesn't count. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, like what? <laughs> Friday the 14th? Yeah. Like, happy belated Friday the 13th tattoo? Exactly. Yeah. Because this is, I mean, for people who are not really into tattoos, it's, like, this big tradition. I know. Tattoo shops have done forever. Exactly. Where you go on Friday the 13th and they have, like, discounted tattoos that have 13s in them. Mm-hmm. Or, like, other luck symbols like clovers and horseshoes and stuff like that. Or knives and skulls <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Because those are lucky. Because they're lucky. Yeah. Um, and you get them on the 13th. And, yeah, that's a discounted rate usually. Mm-hmm. And so I've always wanted to get one. And the two times I, my artist said she would do it, I ended up having to go to a comic convention that weekend. Or I was in L.A. Yeah. So I was like, well, because I think there were two last year. Mm-hmm. Or at least there's been two since I started dating Jeremy that I, I wasn't in Halifax for. It's weird. I always watch, like, the Halloween movies on mm-hmm. Friday the 13th. And since I don't have, like, cable now, it doesn't feel like Friday, Friday the, the 13th? 13th movies. I, no, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, did I say Halloween? You did. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah, the Friday the 13th movies. That's what I meant. Because they're always, and I'm pretty sure right now there's a marathon of them on um, AMC. Wow. Yeah, they're always playing on AMC on Friday the 13th, and I always watch them. I don't have cable watch them this year so it doesn't feel like friday the 13th except maybe i'm getting a tattoo maybe if we get the tattoos we'll see what happens and it's really funny because Uh i will probably record the second half of the show after this day is over so (laughs) like yeah we got a tattoo yeah (laughs) i'll update people in the in the why am i even saying that now because you've already listened to this is a time paradox (laughs) you should not have opened it (laughs) but that is the dream and i wanted to do it uh for forever because i like them because they're lucky and that would be cool um, I'm trying to think of what were we talking about? A camp. We started talking. What, about how A-camp. did we get back to tattoos? How did we get like, back? I'm really like, enthusiastic about them, and I'm not focusing anymore because you gave me like a cup of bourbon and ginger like the and the tiniest ice. amount of bourbon. It's like that. twelve in the morning, and I've only eaten like a graham cracker. This is, <laughs> whose fault is that? Brittany never eats unless she eats snacks. I I do eat. I eat. I eat large quantities of things. I just don't eat yeah, them like regular until, people like, do. One p.m. Because I wake up late from drawing and eating snacks all night. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really healthy lifestyle. It is. <laughs> it is. I'll die sugary. Well, and probably very young. <laughs> but that's good. I guess. <laughs> Please stick around. I need you to draw for me forever. No, I, I feel like I'm gonna be one of those people who lives like an embarrassingly long time. Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone's like, "How? Yeah, how she lived." And I'm just sugar. like, I'm like 125, and all I want to do is die. But I'm like perfect still. Mm. You know. I hope this happens. I I don't want that. I hope to you outlive me by yeah. like 16 years. <laughs> carry on my legacy no but we do have like a really long like um life rate in my family oh, yeah. yeah mine too i guess the women in my family yeah really long yeah time. that's what, yeah dudes nah yeah nah they can't, they can't cut it but all the women on my mom's side of the family like 
lived at least until their late 80s, 90s. Yeah, 90s and hundreds. Yeah, Nobody's ever made it to triples in my family. Yeah. Damn. I know, right? That's impressive. But not with my lifestyle. I'm just joking. (laughs) I'm probably just going to just crap out. (laughs) I'm like... I'm not gonna say a number because I'll jinx myself. Yeah, you but probably will. Yeah, I'm That's gonna. Fine. Yeah, we're gonna stop talking about the dying now. <laughs> um, okay, so a camp. Um, and I keep wanting to talk about it because it's like the only thing that I think about, and because we're both going. Also, we're going to almost like everything together this year, which is amazing. We are. Like, you need like get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> you keep following me around everywhere. I keep getting you invited you to convention. I know. <laughs> It's it's so bad now because like we hang out on, like almost every day because we live both in uh, well we don't actually live that close. No, together, I mean we're both basically in LA, yeah, so I mean it's not really a it's, it's easy cool. to and do we stuff. Work, yeah, we work well together, which is nice. Um, but yeah, one of the things that we're doing after Virginia, uh, so we'll we'll hang out to, to <laughs> until we go to Virginia. We'll hang out in Virginia, then we'll hang out for a week, and then we'll go and hang out for a week in the woods. In somewhere in California? Yeah, I don't know where it's called. I don't know what it's called. It's in like the mountains. It's in the mountains. There's in like LA. mountains. Yeah. So it's run by Auto Straddle, which is like a lesbian, gay, queer, whatever uh, news website for ladies mostly. And uh, it, yeah, I've never been. They've been doing them for years, and I've always wanted to go, but it was always way too expensive because I lived in the middle of nowhere in Canada to fly there and then mm-hmm. you know go to the convention. But we're both going this year, yeah. and I'm really excited. I know. I'm really excited because our cabin is all themed in the dark arts mm-hmm. and everyone keeps talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> so I think it's going to be really cool <laughs> and also really weird because we're supposed to, there's like panels and stuff happening there too. Yeah. I mean, well, we have a comic panel and there's our comic panel and I guess we'll make it like a schedule of the rest of the panels. We can decide what we want to do. Yeah. I think it's, I want, so what are you most excited for? What do you want to do in, in camp in the woods? Cause I, I can't say that on the, I can't, <laughs> I'm not, I can't say that on a podcast. Okay. Mine was like going swimming. <laughs> I'm really stoked to like eat snacks and hang out in the sun and go swimming. Apparently Brittany's going out coping. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I want to play like, the camp. are there, <laughs> don't tell them that. <laughs> regardless of how true it is no um yeah but like i don't know i'm gonna play like camp games instead oh, that sounds just as you bad you're gonna do it like but, the mm-hmm. like campfire games i have no yeah, idea Yeah, like duck duck goose around the campfire <laughs> would be fun i think that you lose really if good. you fall into the fire oh my God. <laughs> it's one of these sacrifices up on no, the no it's 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 like it's like it's camp it's hardcore camp duck yeah. duck goose so the basic rules, everybody knows how to play duck, duck, goose. But you run around, but you don't run around the outside of the circle. You run around the inside of the circle in <laughs> a fire. It is just whoever falls first, you know? <laughs> and who's ever, like, the last one left alive. alive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Or not with, like, third degree burns. But I'm let's not, not play, let's not play camp duck, duck, goose. <laughs> <laughs> the hardcore version. I really let's not don't do want to be part of this game. <laughs> I don't want to die on the mountain. I have a lot to live for. Because we're also going on a cruise later this year. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, we're going to, like, Florida. We're going cruising. Brittany and I Florida. have really taken up the lifestyle of, like, a seven-year-old married couple. <laughs> going to our cabin retreat. Then we're, we're going, going on a cruise. 
That's going to be so weird. <laughs> I don't even know what that'll be like. I've never been on a cruise before. My no. brother has, and he had like a ton of like really fun pictures, but yeah. like, I've never been I'm, on a cruise before. When I lived back home, I mean, Halifax is like a cruise ship town. It's where everything docks. So we have like, I've worked on so many waterfront jobs because when you're a teenager, you're in college, like so many of the jobs are, you work at the ticket stand at the waterfront or you mm-hmm. work at the ice cream shop by the waterfront where all the cruise ships dock. And they have these schedules that they give everybody that's like how many people are going to be in town on each given day, mm-hmm. depending on the cruise ship. And there would be up to like 13, 14,000 people. Jeez. Yeah. Because yeah. there'd be like three or four ships docked for uh-huh. the day. And the sucky thing is, the hev- like the heaviest traffic day was always or almost always on my birthday. Always. September, September 29th. 29th. Yeah, I know it now. I yeah. said it. I said it before <laughs> you said it. You did. Yeah. You did. September 29th. Um, because the cruise ship season goes from like May until uh-huh. mid-October. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, everybody goes in late September. I'm not really, maybe because it's warm on the water or whatever mm-hmm. at that time of year. <laughs> I feel like September in Halifax is generally really cold. I don't know. Maybe everybody's just like trying to get like the cruise-ness yeah. done. The cruises, uh, their system. Yeah. But ours is going to be I in know. December. So Yeah. I, I mean, that is like cruise season where I come from, though, because I mean, all the snow people are coming to the south for That's the true. sun, you know? It's true. But we will be leaving the sun for the other sun. Because it'll still be nice. Oh, yeah, that is here. true. Yeah. Like, I was like, wait, what is she talking about? Yeah, in California. Yeah. Yeah, it'll still be nice here. Yeah. In Florida. Going to Florida. Mm-hmm. Just a different kind of mugginess. Yeah. And sun. It's really crazy. This year has, is such a weird year for conventions for me because I feel like I'm not doing a lot of the regular ones, mm-hmm. but we're doing like a camp, which isn't really a convention. Yeah. I mean, thank God. I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I hope. And then I'm going to Scotland, mm-hmm. which will be awesome. And the one thing that you're not coming to <laughs> this year. And then it's FlameCon. We're going to New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Geez. Yeah. Which is going to be, I think, really cool also. When is that? Is that August? It's in August. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like a gay Comic-Con in Brooklyn. So I think that'll be really fun. And uh, yeah, I think we're both going to Memphis. But they, we're like the Kate and I forgot about. I forgot about Tennessee. I forgot oh, yeah. about that Or maybe one. it's in October. It might be October. Is it November? I think it's November. I, <laughs> I think it's November. <laughs> Some point this year we're going to Memphis. Yeah, we can go to like the country bars and like see live blues and yeah. yeah. I didn't and get to can... go to Graceland last uh-huh. time and I kind of want to. Yeah, seriously. I know it's dorky. No, seriously though. But we went to, where did we go? There's like a street in Memphis mm-hmm. that's really famous. It's like. Uh, it's on Nashville. They, they're always showing a shot of that street on yeah. that show on Nashville. I don't know. Why am I plugging that? I don't even. I don't even watch this show. It's on ABC Nashville. Wow! But I yeah. love that you even plug the network. I don't, I've <laughs> never even seen this. But yeah, Open advertising for ABC's Nashville. I know. Seriously, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know how I know this. Maybe I heard this somewhere. Uh huh. I have no Hardcore shame. Nashville fan, I have huh? no shame in this show. I haven't even. I don't know what it is though. If I did watch it, I would talk about it. But I have no clue. Okay. Yeah, but there's definitely yeah. a street. Is it? Beale Street? It's, um, Beale should, Street is with the song Walking in Memphis. I should know. This, this. is going to be, someone yeah, I listening should know is going to yeah, be like, oh my yeah. god, I know what that street is, you idiots. Um, anyway, <laughs> there's that street in Memphis, and we went there, and it's super weird, because it's like two blocks of like a drinking amusement park. 
Because, like, you can drink alcohol on the street mm-hmm. and walk around. And Is that, like, the only place in America you can do that? Because mm-hmm. apparently you can't drink outside of bars. Is that a law? And I think there's, like, specific places. Because in Vegas, I know uh-huh. there's a lot of places you can drink. Oh, yeah, and of course anywhere. in New Orleans and things in like New that. Orleans, but yeah. there's, like, street rules where, yeah. like, in cities, like, you know, you, can you can't it, just, like, can leave here. the bar. Yeah, yeah. With your drink in your hand. But then there's weird exceptions for, like, special events. Mm-hmm. So, like, certain, if there's, like, a street party or whatever, it's fine. But, yeah, this one street in Memphis, you can drink and, like, walk around. and But every store is either a tourist store or it's, like, a blues club. But it's all Mm -hmm. sort of weirdly commercialized. I don't think it's very, I don't know how authentic it is anymore. (laughs) But it was, it was definitely very weird. Um, But it was, it was, like, cool to see. And I bought a really ridiculous Elvis shot glass there, I think. I'm not sure. (laughs) I want a jacket. I want, like, an Elvis jacket. Like, the white jacket with, like, the... What do you call those things that dangle from the sleeves? Oh, like tassels? Yes. Yeah. Like, a bunch of tassels on it. That would be really cool. Yeah. But I think I want to go to Graceland this time, because we didn't. We just drove by it at night, and it seemed kind of neat. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I'm not the world's biggest Elvis fan. I have a a passing interest in Elvis. He seems all right. (laughs) (laughs) But I really want to see Graceland, mostly because... I'm really into that Paul Simon album called Graceland, <laughs> which is really weird because my fandom uh, comes not not from Elvis at all, which is very weird. I don't know. You'll get like some inspiration, inspirational mm-hmm. stuff. I think that'll be that'll, cool. Yeah. I think Brooklyn will be cool. We have a, a good, like a weird good year of conventions. I kind of like doing the less, like New York Comic Con is so stressful. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of like really big commercial. Yeah cons like those anymore it's just like you get you kind of drown in everything else that's going on you know yeah. the advertisements for nashville, <laughs> for ABC's nashville? exactly abc's nashville wednesday at eight seven i have no clue what time it comes on don't listen to this i but like will be so excited if that's accurate <laughs> i would i would just be like what i wouldn't even know what to do anymore but we, i mean we've only known each other for a couple of months maybe you're really into abc's nashville i don't i could if, if i am I don't even know. I, I need like to a find lot of out embarrassing about it. things. So no, seriously. Fine. Like, if I did, I would be telling everyone about it. <laughs> but I have no clue what it is. Seriously. I've seen the commercials. Yeah. And the singing was really good. And I was like, geez, the singing is really good in this show. I but like I never. My roommate used to watch that uh-huh. show, or someone back home did. And they were always like, it's better than you think it is. That was like always the review. Mm-hmm. It's better than you'd expect. <laughs> And I like shows the singing. I actually just this morning started rewatching True Blood. And that's just as bad. I mean, I've <laughs> never I've never seen True Blood. It's I've never all I see is like the commercials with like the brooding teens. Yeah. The one guy who's just like in a corner <laughs> who always <laughs> seems to have problems with like the gruff low voice. Is this a person? Is this Bill? It could be. I don't know. Like really, I don't know. really pasty old yes. looking dude that's always like. Maybe. His brow is always really knitted. Yes. Everyone has like really low brows and like <laughs> they're, they're, they're werewolves or something and shirtless mm-hmm. and like, yeah. Yep, that definitely happens. That's all I see in the commercials, you know. <laughs> I want you to describe, uh, we should do a whole thing where you just describe shows you haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> like, so tell me what you know about the main character of True Blood. What do you know about Sucky Stackhouse? I don't know anything about them. <laughs> just from what I see in the commercials. Like really pale, almost blue guys with like dark hair. 
Yeah. They're hairy sometimes. Or they grow hair. Well, they're werewolves, so of course they grow There's hair. some werewolves on there. That's Alcide. That's Joe Manganello. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's and there's like always beautiful. a girl in the commercial who's just like looking worried and like longingly-ish <laughs> at them. I don't know. That would be Sookie Stackhouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That would be the main character of the show. Okay. <laughs> so True Blood is, I mean, admittedly garbage. Uh-huh. It's, but like beautiful garbage. <laughs> I I have such a soft spot for the show and it really went off the rails uh-huh. in the last couple of seasons and I, I stopped watching it at, like, I don't know, season four or five, which is like, that's still a lot of the show that mm-hmm. I've seen. But it was always just such good, kind of brainless, beautiful trash. And everyone it's- on it is really hot. More of the guys than the ladies. The I mean, Tara on that show is like a super babe. But... It was just, like, it's eye candy. It's vampires. And I'm, like, when I get sick, I like mm-hmm. to watch Interview with a Vampire because it's, like, just yeah, a dumb see, I know nothing about any movie. of this stuff. Oh, man. It's just, like, I, I always thought of, like, True Blood as, like, teenage fan fiction that just, like, oh, somehow is. happened is, yeah. to get on, like, TV, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 100% fan fiction. I mean, and I think it was, I haven't read the books. I've uh-huh. only seen the show. Oh, they're books. Yeah, they're based books. on books. Okay. They are like the Sookie Stackhouse books. I can't remember what they're called, but um, I think my friend who also watched Nashville also read all of those books. Um, they're, they're very trashy mm-hmm. and ridiculous, but sometimes <laughs> that's what you want, you know? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Like there's nothing. Nashville. Yeah, if you watch Nashville, there's nothing wrong with so that. So tell me, Brittany, it's what is Nashville like, about? I have... From what I know, and this is probably way off, but there's like a lady, I guess, maybe there's a guy, and they're singing. They like, they started from nothing, I guess. They they went to Nashville to like, learn, like, they want a record, a record deal. I know they want a record deal. Mm-hmm. And she sings. She? Yes. So is she? Maybe. She sings. <laughs> She's like I, on the commercial, like she's like kissing a guy in like a, a like a big John Wayne hat. Oh. Is this a thing? Maybe I've never watched that. I don't. I've only seen the commercials. She's singing. There's a guy beside her with the guitar. The one with like the John Wayne hat, and they sing, and then they have like drama. <laughs> there's like there's always someone screaming and throwing an instrument on the commercials. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. So there's singing, there's people throwing instruments, and there's like really big hats. So that's all I know. That's <laughs> all I know. Great show. That's all I know. Pitch that book. I know. <laughs> big hats, instruments, and a singing lady. Yeah. Sounds great. It sounds sounds like something. Sounds like something. Sounds like something. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay, I'm trying to because it's weird. I keep, I want to like talk about horror comic but it seems yeah. really strange because so where did we last stop without spoilers um so just issue, like a summary issue five just came out uh-huh. issue six is out soon mm-hmm. and that's the one that natasha allegra is drawing which is gonna be really amazing it's really it's fun. gonna be really amazing it's really cute <laughs> um but issue five was the end of dealing with cassie Alina. Mm-hmm. oh also uh Brittany always refers to hetty wolf as heidi <laughs> it's 
<laughs> was there a character in Gone with the Wind? Uh, was there a Heidi character? There's a Heidi character in a classic movie somewhere. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's tons of them. Why yeah. am I saying so Heidi's, much? The world is overloaded with Heidi. It's just like, I don't know. I only know Heidi. And I anyway. always call her Heidi. Heidi. <laughs> um, yeah, we're doing dealing with her and she's like Patsy's frenemy and there's like been a whole showdown but she's not she's not done with she'll be back she'll be back she's never going anywhere um and Jessica Jones is gonna be in it soon oh yeah because I think yeah. you're working on issue seven right now right uh-huh cool finishing that up now yeah finishing that up yeah it's definitely already done <laughs> yeah <laughs> my snack drawer is empty I just finished oh, no. two I just finished two issues I just finished Goldie I'm almost done with Hellcat 7. 7, right? 7, yeah. Yeah, so my snack drawer is basically... Damn. Yeah. You need there is stock. nothing in there. Whoa. <laughs> All I have is the healthy stuff left. There's like... You need like, to go snack shopping. Yeah, seriously. That's crazy. Um, okay, so I feel like I should ask you, I mean, one or two things. Like, what... So, you got into comics working in animation? Or did you sort of do both the whole time? It's weird, because, like, I started off, like, just doing comics growing up mm -hmm. just reading manga and like just like spider-man stuff yeah super into well, I, was, I was way into spider-man i almost broke my arm jumping out of a tree pretending to be spider-man oh i am so serious i am so serious i keep trying to write him into hellcat so that you can <laughs> officially draw spider-man for marvel but like Nobody writes Spider-Man like Chip Zarsky writes him in <laughs> Howard the Duck. Just like, just like, I mean, don't copy his writing style, but yeah. just use that same, you know, Super. energy stuff. That's <laughs> He's just always so sad. Yeah. And like, I love him, though. I yeah. love that Spider-Man. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. The inconsolable Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean... And I guess from there, I mean, I've always been way into comics. And like in um, in college, I saw Tangled and I was like, oh, my God, I want to do animation and work at Disney and stuff. I mean, I'd always been obsessed with Disney. Mm -hmm. I've always I've seen every single Disney anything. But I've always like I never really thought about working there until Tangled came out. So I just spent like a whole year reading books and like, you know, just like studying animation and like character design and storyboarding and i somehow managed to get into the talent development program at disney i think that's so cool yeah, i love that I you're like just like self-taught no i was like obsessed i was like i'm not gonna let the art school kids beat me out that was like my only like my only thing i was like I can I can be just as good as them even though i can't afford to go to art school yeah i'll just like Work twenty four seven and keep actually, a snack drawer and just draw all the time and study. You know. Now that I think about it, like it's really crazy because I didn't go to school for writing. Uh -huh. Megan didn't go to school for coloring. Mm -hmm. You didn't go to school for comics. <laughs> We're just a bunch of like <laughs> all like I I was gonna be a makeup artist or a photographer. <laughs> And then, like, now we all make this book together. I know. And like, I mean, a I whole think bunch we're doing imposters. a pretty good job. Yeah. We're doing a pretty good job. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love Hellcat so much. It's so fun. Like, I'm just so happy we get to make that book. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Favorite thing. But that's really awesome. Yeah. And then somehow after the internship, I was just, like, putting, like, just fan art out online, like, all the Superman stuff. Which is awesome. Yeah. And they were just, just 
people just started contacting me and mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do this. I'll, <laughs> this sounds like fun. I accept your terms. Yeah, I will I'll be a comic this. artist. Of course I'll work for Marvel. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. have a problem with that. Yeah, that's so weird because like, I mean, I got contacted by Marvel a year almost to the day mm -hmm. before they asked me to pitch on Hellcat. Was that last year this time? What is what is this August. month? This is May. Yeah. August was when I got asked to pitch for it. When did I do that Squirrel Girl cover? Was that like July last year? Because it was after I did that cover, Will asked if I wanted to do Hellcat. Mm -hmm. So. Um. Yeah. No, I, it was like 2014 in August, uh -huh. Will contacted me and he was like, hey, I don't have any work for you, but are you interested in working for That Marvel? was basically my email too. Yeah. He was, well, he, we did the, we did the Squirrel Girl cover. He was like, so do you mind if I, uh, I don't have any work for you now, but do you mind if I contact you later if anything comes up? And I'm being professional, so I couldn't type, oh, uh, hell yeah. I couldn't type that. <laughs> well, I think I did. <laughs> I couldn't type that. But I was like, yes, I would like that very much. Thank you. You know? <laughs> yes, yes, please, my friend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mine, I got asked to pitch on the book, and it was like a really fast turnaround. Because uh -huh. like, they, yeah. they already knew they were making the book. Uh -huh. and they just like didn't have a creative team. Comics. <laughs> <laughs> And they asked me to pitch on it, and I actually think I responded and was like, fuck yeah, of course I want to pitch on <laughs> I was it. Like, I always have a problem with like levels of professionalism, so I I'm didn't so, know. I'm so bad at it. Like, I will, I don't know. I'm always just trying to be ridiculous. Okay, so this is like, I'm pulling it up on my screen. This was the header of my pitch that I sent it to Marvel, <laughs> which is... <laughs> Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat, a.k.a. the greatest comic of our generation, maybe, a.k.a. Hellcat forever, I will fight anyone. <laughs> By Kate Left, a.k.a. your friend and confidant. And that was how I sent in my pitch. And it was so funny because, mm -hmm. like, the pitch was so... I mean, he was like, can I, I mean, I liked it. I was like, yeah, I want to draw this. I want to draw this. <laughs> it was so silly because my knowledge of her was so just in like the She-Hulk series mm -hmm. pretty much and then some other sort of random pieces here and there where I'd seen her because no but that's a good thing though um because mm -hmm. I think it was the same with Ryan and yeah. Squirrel Girl he was like I don't really yeah and know, they there's this try. thing um like when I was at Disney there was this like whenever there's a new project they don't like to have people on there that have been attached to the project like for too long mm -hmm. because then if you're like super attached or you know like way too much about it then the creativity kind of dies down mm -hmm. they, or so they say so it's a good thing you basically knew nothing about her <laughs> or you know ryan basically knew nothing about squirrel girl because you have this brand new you yeah. know thing almost you know yeah so it's so cool i mean weird. ryan even reads more superhero comics than i do and like I worked in a comic book shop for years, but I'm not as much of a superhero yeah person. and i'd seen these characters before yeah. but i was just like I guess they're cool. I don't. I but, don't and know. I loved her uh -huh. in the She-Hulk run. Oh I, yeah, that thing is amazing. Yeah, She-Hulk was that like is amazing. My favorite thing. So that was really cool, and it was so funny because in 2014, when Will emailed me and he was like, "Would you want to write anything?" I was like, "Well, obviously, I want to do Kate yeah. Bishop and America Chavez, which someday, <laughs> someday I will get we'll to just, that. We'll just keep doing our fan art and yeah. just like just not show anybody what's going on." <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think they would trust me with anything that day, but, um, I was like, I don't know, Hellcat would be cool. And then like a year later, he was like, Hey, do you want to pitch for Hellcat? Can I have it in two days? I was like, I'm on a train on the way to a wedding, but like, okay. Um, yeah. And then he was like, cool. Who do you want to draw it? And I was like, 
Brittany? <laughs> we get Brittany? Oh, How did you, did you even know my work, though? Have you because seen was my like, stuff? Well, he asked me to pitch on Hellcat, and then he said, oh, can you put that on hold for, like, a second? Can you write this mm-hmm. Secret Wars story? Oh, yeah, that we did yeah, together. whoa, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and you were already attached to yeah. it. Yeah. It was already, like, you're going to be writing for Brittany. I'm oh, like, yeah, because oh, I shit. remember we were going through, like, this list of writers, mm-hmm. and he was like, okay, jeez. How did I forget about all of that? Yeah. It happened okay. concurrently. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, and he was just like, you know, Brittany wants, Brittany's doing this, you want to write it? And I was like, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Can it be Kate Bishop and America Chavez? <laughs> and they actually let me do it, which was yeah. really cool. Um, and then we worked together. And so as soon as I got, like, your first page of art, uh-huh. he was like, okay, we should probably look at Hellcat again. And I was like, I want Brittany to do it. <laughs> please, please, can I have her forever? Please, and he was That's like, "That's good." It was That's so good. funny. It yeah. didn't take a lot of convincing him. Uh-huh. I think he he was excited about it from the uh-huh. get go. Will has a good eye. Yeah. I sometimes I wonder if he like preordained that, like organized that whole thing uh-huh. somehow. Like, I feel like he's just it's, it's just like a natural talent. I think for him. Yeah. Because like every all of the teams he's editing are amazing. So good. Like seriously. So good. I can't believe he's he like put like, together Black Panther. Like that's insane to me. Yeah. That's such a crazy duo of people. And just, like, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So cool. Yeah. It's so amazing. And Squirrel Girl and Howard the Duck. It's just, he just knows what he's, he has a talent. There's a, there's a, there's a talent for editing. Yeah. There's, yeah. That's a, yeah. I don't even know what to say anymore. He's just really good at what he does. I had a phone call with him the other day and I was like, just, you know, I was at this conference and we were all talking about how great you were. And he was just like, oh, cool. (laughs) And I was like, uh... Okay. Well, I feel like a dork now, so oh my. <laughs> now when I met him the whole time, I was complimenting. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just complimenting him, and it's it's weird, you know, because like I compliment people all the time, you know, and it's and I don't know how to take compliments either, so I know exactly how we feel. So yeah. he's so <laughs> beloved. Yeah, it's so rare to find someone who is that like Jim Gibbons. I feel the same way. Like mm-hmm. he is beloved by everyone he works with and a lot of editors not so much <laughs> and like that's not to say anything but writers and editors sometimes it's it can be a hard thing yeah some I mean I like I've worked with a lot of really amazing editors so I feel like I've been really lucky but I've, I've heard you hear of problems mm-hmm. and but Will is definitely like real special real special dude yeah he's the best <laughs> <laughs> so okay so because I'm really glad that we had this as like my my foray back into podcasting because we could just shoot the shit and be really uh, chill and not really talk a lot about comics. I know, as always. Did we ever do the summary of the issue, the last issue, the no. the Hellcat, the issues? Or? I talked about it a little bit. Do we have a preview for what's coming up next? Well, we got Hellcat. I'm in issue six. Uh huh. I don't think it's next week. But you mean issue eight? You said you're in issue six just now. Well, issue six is the next one that's going to come out. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can't talk about issue eight yet. Okay, yeah. No previews for that. War I'm sorry. Yeah, no we previews. We can't say anything. <laughs> no previews. Sworn to secrecy. Marvel will literally come to both of our houses and shoot us. Yeah, Marvel, they have, there's like a Mickey Mouse, just a Mickey Mouse sniper watching <laughs> everyone. So if anyone talks or if it looks like they're going to talk, he's waiting. Yeah. Yeah, so Disney and Marvel. It is really one of my favorites. And I don't know, because you're not on social media as much as me, but it's definitely one of my favorite things when people will tweet at me and be like, Hey, what's going to happen in Civil War? I'm like, are you, what, are you kidding? <laughs> Do you think, I, you honestly think I can answer this question? <laughs> I'm like, 
guess you'll find out. Yeah, just like like everyone else in the world, wait for the books, you yeah. know? Yeah. And the book does, yeah, the collection comes out um, June 23rd. And how's Goldie doing? What's What's the schedule on that? I don't know if I can talk about what's coming up next. We still need to announce things, but it's yeah, it's to looking it's really fun. Yeah. Just like watch out for it. Because what's the it's next really issue fun. to come out? Three? Uh issue three. Yeah. 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 I think so. Because two I think two are both. No, actually issue two, because oh, I wow. just finished issue three this week. I just finished issue three. Okay. So it's issue two. Cool. And it is amazing. It's so good. Yeah, it's really fun. Like it's, it's so really fun. It's so good. I love reading. It's so weird to read your comics from <laughs> someone else because I'm so used to seeing your art like all of the time. And it's just like, oh, wow, <laughs> I get extra stories. It's I don't know. I was trying like going for a different style kind of. I mean, you yeah. can still obviously tell it's like, through it. But yeah, yeah, I'm trying like kind of going for something a little different with that one. But it's cool. Brittany is one of like a very few artists in comics that can do two issues a month. It's a rare, it's a rare Erica skill. Henderson. Erica can she do it. Is, yeah. Yes, she yeah. is amazing. I think Mike Norton, I feel like uh -huh. there's just, there's not a lot of people who can do two issues in a month. It's hard. That's like a lot of work. I'm just, ins I'm insane. Yeah. And I eat a lot of sugar. So <laughs> you eat a lot of sugar and you're insane. So normally when I uh, end out the podcast portion, I will ask people to recommend comics that they're reading. But in your case, I feel like you should either do that or recommend mm -hmm. snacks. Huh. <laughs> well, I always, I always, you know, plug Squirrel Girl because that's like yeah. my favorite thing in the world. It's Her the and Howard and like, I, I love them. It's but I haven't really had time to read a lot of anything else. So maybe I will just talk about snacks. All right. What's your go-tos? What are Top my go-tos? I have so many. Anything gummy. Yeah. Anything like gummy bears, gummy worms. Mm -hmm. gummy anything animal shaped in gummy is a good one do you like okay so i have this thing against those ones that are like a layer of gummy like those frogs mm -hmm. and then they have a layer of like the opaque white on the bottom you're talking i i don't want to uh, gosh what's this brand's name They're, they come in yeah. a million different kinds because they have like creamsicle because there's too. a good one though Funny, like the funny thing is, the gas station brand version of those mm. are amazing. Really, it's the name brand versions of those that are weird. Hmm. Yeah, because I've never liked those, yeah. and I love gummies, like <laughs> gummy worms, gummy bears, Haribo gummy bears are my favorite. Candy. Yeah, actually, I don't even know. I, I, love, I love those, but it's like their texture. It's like oh, I like it's, them cold. You put them in the fridge. Uh huh. And then they're like I can really see that. chewy. I can see that. And they take a long time to eat. I can see that. They're amazing. Just never eat the sugar-free ones. because Oh, God, no. Don't destroy your body. Don't ever <laughs> eat sugar-free anything. There's, <laughs> there's no such thing as a sugar-free anything. Sugar-free soda, sugar-free candy. Like, what is what is that? This, <laughs> this, is a, this is the kind of stuff that makes me mad. This, <laughs> well, some can't, people, like, can't eat sugar. Well, I feel sorry for them. Well, yeah. Yeah. But... It is true. Like sugar-free candy in general is yeah, not. It's just it's just not my thing. No, seriously. I will have diet soda sometimes, but not that often. But yeah, as long as you just have a balance of sugary candy type something, you know, something salty like chips and something savory like jerky. Mm. You know, I'm it'll so balance everything. For... Because if you eat too much of one, then you want the other one. So just always have one of the other. I'm so excited for balance. what you're gonna bring to camp. 
balance. You have to bring, you have to bring the snacks. Like I'm going to make you, I'll bring booze. I'll, I'll take your cooler and I'll just fill it up with snacks. Fill the snacks. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Um, so that, that'll probably just about do it for us. Um, Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? Not that you're ever on the internet. <laughs> they can't find me on the internet. Yeah, I mean, I'm on me. the internet. If they find you, then they can find me. I'll this be, is my whole life. I'll be lurking around me. the corner <laughs> looking for Brittany. <laughs> like, I mean, if you basically type in another Britney Williams if you google that you'll find me yeah because your Twitter's another yeah. Britney my Twitter's another Britney my Tumblr's another Britney and if I had a website it would be another Britney so just like it yeah, was really, just type that in it was really monumental when I finally got you to put your friggin email address and stuff <laughs> so people can stop asking me for it um, but yeah, you can find Brittany and you can, uh, find, uh, Hellcat, obviously from both of us, um, from Marvel and, uh, issue six will be out soon with Natasha drawing it. And then mm-hmm. issue seven, Brittany's back, back on top. Well, yeah. Drawing <laughs> some cool stuff. John some cool John stuff. Some cool stuff. Get some Luke Cage up in there. Yeah, I know, right? Excited. I know. <laughs> um, and then Goldie Vance from Boom. And mm-hmm. are you doing anything else? Any covers or anything else soon? I did about? do well. I don't know if I can talk about that. I'm glad you stopped me just now. <laughs> I'm your indie. I don't friend. know. I don't. I don't think I can talk about anything I've I've done okay. recently. So. All right. So Brittany lives in secret, and you cannot find anything she's done except for those two comics I mentioned. Exactly. She doesn't use the internet, and <laughs> she thinks that you're great. So thank you I so do. thank I you do. so much, Brittany. And watch Nashville on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's our show. If you feel like it, why not rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher? We'll be back again hopefully in two weeks, sounding even better. So stick around and check us out online for updates. Where can you do that? On Facebook, on Twitter, at LTLCast. And you can get show notes at lessthanlivecast.tumblr.com after the episodes. Feels really good to be back in the saddle, you guys. I'll miss you. Amnesia Forgetful Face. This was a Village Soundcast Network original production. What are we drinking? Oh, God. Just like hardcore looking stuff. Yeah, but just like a little bit.